Let's talk about the rugged individualist. <sighs> now, as an entrepreneur, when we start a business, who do we rely on? Ourselves. Ourselves. So we make that we make things happen. Uh, we 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 hustle. We we make it work. We sell. We market. We get it out there. We meet people, and money starts coming in. And things are what working, and you're writing checks. Check go to you know checks going out. Checks coming in, and you're making money, and you're selling, and you're hustling. You you're making stuff happen, and that's good. And things start to happen, and that goes on and on and on and on. Now suddenly, more more things are happening, more opportunities, more clients. Now you're kind of dropping the ball a little bit, but you keep still. You're pushing forward and pushing forward, and you're making money. And you, what happens is your 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 cash flow pattern, your income. So. At first, your business maybe you know a little bit slow, right? And, and then you kind of figure a few things out, and then you kind of make it happen, and then you kind of like, okay, you're making money, you're happening. But it's like, oh, you'll be done. And then you hit what I call a glass ceiling. You hit a what? Glass ceiling. Okay. You hit this ceiling of complexity. And now suddenly you're exhausted, you retire, you're dropping the ball, you're making mistakes, but you keep pushing forward, and then your income actually is not going up, it plateaus. It what? Plateau. Plateaus. Every entrepreneur experiences this. And then you're making more mistakes, and you drop the ball, and you now start pissing off some clients because you're not handling all the clients properly. And, and then you try to hire some people, and, you, and the people turn out not to be as good as they could be, and then I'll try to spend time fixing their mistakes. Now, you, now you're putting more hours, but then your income slowly actually goes down. How many have experienced this? Okay. And most companies usually fail at this point. Winston experienced this. A lot of people experience this. That's when they fail. If usually they don't get help from here, they're done. Because by this time, the entrepreneur has lost the confidence, they're burned out. They don't know what to do. They think, I've done as much as I could. I try everything that I could. I, maybe this is not meant to be. Maybe this doesn't work. Then they may start something else. But usually, that's 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 it. It's done for this business. Or, or when you hit the glass ceiling, and in this case, you need to do something else. As a worker individualist, what happens is in the beginning, because you are the one that makes everything happen. You're the go-getter, you're the bread maker. You I mean you are the one that actually grow the company to whatever point. Could be could be a quarter million, could be half a million, could be one million. Number don't, don't matter. But you hit that point, and it actually plateaus and it goes down. What happens is this. Because when you hit this point, it requires you to reinvent yourself. What does it require you to do? Reinvent. Here's the biggest challenge for entrepreneurs. The very thing. The very skills, the very belief that made you successful in the first place is exactly what's holding you back from having that breakthrough. That's the problem. What made you successful is exactly, in the first place, is exactly what's holding you back from going down to the next level. Because you're good at this. You're very good at it. Because our brain is basically a survival mechanism. What is it? So when you hit this point, sometimes you get a mentor, whatever it might be, it doesn't matter. Well, there's a turning point. When you get this, 
so you're telling me these things that made me successful in the first place, that got me everything I have so far at this point, you want me to let that go? Yes. And that's why it's very difficult. Because you, the survival instinct kicks in. No, no, no. You want to survive. It's dangerous. You don't want to do that. You don't want to let go. Look, that's how you made all that money in the first place. You don't want to let that go. That's your brain talking, left brain. But if you don't let that go, you cannot go to the next level. Yeah. That's exactly the issue. And that's why most entrepreneurs, they kind of, most, most, most of the business stay small. They can't get through it. They're good, but they just kind of like, uh, that's what they just make a living, getting a little paycheck, maybe a little bit better than a job. And most businesses, they stay here, most of them. Big chunk of them, actually. And most of them, that's why first five years don't make it, die. After five years later, they die. They just can't get through this. It's very, very, very difficult. Just doing it by yourself. It's very difficult. So rugged individualist, exactly. As a rugged individualist, hey, you know what? You hit that glass ceiling, doesn't work. I don't know what to do, but I'm going to do everything myself. I'm going to keep working harder. I'm going to keep putting in more hours. It does not work. How many can see this does not work? How many think that's like, oh, I'm going to just got an aha moment. Yeah. Yeah. The very skill that made you successful in the first place, exactly what's holding you back right now. So what do you do? Mm, yes, but what do you do? Change your mindset. To what? Change your mindset to what? Next yeah, but how? Don't give me this short answer. Look, how? <laughs> you have to be open of letting go and bringing people on to help you. Yes, you have to be open to what? Helping letting go and accepting, accepting help, yes. What else? Building a team. Building a team, yes. Building a team, knowing it's not about you anymore. The whole thing just shifts. When you get to that point, it's not about you at all. In fact, the less it is about you, the more successful the company is going to be. Yes? I suppose what people call a mastermind alliance. A mastermind alliance, getting some new ideas, some new strategies. Uh, let me give you a, a very simple tip. One thing I noticed that helps people to break through that level is to, if, you, if you could, like a mastermind or or some kind of peer group that you could align yourself with, and you hang around with people, let's say you're making, I don't know, half a million a year, example, okay? You want to get to that million dollar mark, but you hit that ceiling of complexity. You don't know what to do, you're burnt out. But when you talk to the people who are running one, two, three, five million dollar company, you totally get a different perspective. You get a totally different, you know, oh my God, these guys, they're not running everything by themselves. They have division, they have people, they have manager. Just by exposing yourself to another possibility, it will start to shift. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I find that it's, n it's not rocket science. But just by talking with other entrepreneurs at a different level, you get a new different perspective. It's very difficult to get that perspective, locking your door and just by yourself. It's very difficult. But when you talk to someone who's running, guess what? When you talk to someone who's running a, a 10 times bigger company than you are, it's a different conversation. Yes, David. Now, just, just so the group understands, yes. I am. Yes. You don't take a direct call from somebody, but if somebody was to email you from the group, you would answer their question. Yes, I would. How many have emailed me directly? Did I answer? Yes or no? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Now, so knowing that with myself, 
the way I protect my time is a, is a good lesson here. Remember when we had, I had a, a, a mastermind with all my mentees, right, a few months ago. What was it, May? Was it May? Uh, April? Was it April? May? Anyway, a few months ago, doesn't matter. So it was from nine to six, right? Everybody's doing their thing. We had a whole bunch of people in there and we were brainstorming. And, and I think it was Gary, I was talking to Gary, that uh, my phone, cell phone, never rang. And I never check, right? And I think it was you, you that was asking me or who? I forgot. Maybe, maybe it was you. I, anyway, yeah. So what does that mean? I'm in control of my time. The cell phone, if you, someone calls and you have to answer, that means who's in control? They are. They are. Uh, in fact, if right now, most of the time, 90% of the time, if I don't have an, an appointment, I schedule my time, my phone, home phone, it's unplugged. It's unplugged. I almost never take any incoming calls that are not scheduled. I just don't, because nothing is that urgent. Nothing is that urgent. Just the way I structure my time. Now, sometimes David texts me. If I, I'm afraid, I would reply right away. Okay. It does take hours. <laughs> yeah, so sometimes I reply. We'll have an urgent thing for Dan, <laughs> but. It takes hours. It could be the next day. Yeah. It's just the way, I sometimes we apply the next minute. But you get back to it. I get back to it, but not well, immediately. So here's what the philosophy. Yes, please. He was in China. Yeah. We had a situation. We needed another microphone. He got a hold of me through DJ, who we planned it all out, and then. I'm not here. Well, he wasn't even here, and I was confident. No. Because what I learned is, when you let your team do their thing, you get out of the way, they figure something out. They just couldn't get a hold of me, and they got to make stuff happen, and they make stuff happen. But when you're a control freak, do that again, choking your business to death, right? It's like, no, no, I don't want to Maybe they make a mistake, maybe they don't, maybe. But chances are, if you have good people in place in the first time, they would exceed your expectation. Only when you have lousy people, then they're not so good. So with that in mind, with that in mind, rugged individualists, do you want to be a rocket individualist? Yes or no? Do you want to be a rocket individualist? No. no. That's what's holding you back. 10 times your finances, 10 times your business, 10 times your marketing, 10 times your life. Hit the subscribe button now.